Do you know this man? Mr. Townsend of Unifold. Mr. Townsend of Unifold. This isn't Mr. Townsend. Please I'm call curious, the Mr. Townsend. It's time we were introduced. Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema, your weekly movie review podcast. As always, I'm your first favorite bartender, third favorite author, Josh Price. And I'm joined by my co-host, Greg, and our producer, Shasti. Glad to be here. Boys, let's hop into the time machine. And let's take this boy back to 1959 as we review North by Northwest. This is an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Like I said, this was uh, released in 1959. It had a budget of $4.3 million and a box office return of 9.8. So I think if you do the adjusted gross, um, that's right. like a, this movie was made for 90-ish million dollars in today's money yeah. and had a return of like 200 million. Yeah, that's a ton so. of money for 59 yeah. to put into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess at this point we're talking Hitchcock's these three decades, almost four decades into the mix. Yeah. So yeah. they're pushing money. Yeah, and he's he's he's... He's in his uh, Scorsese period at this point. <laughs> right, He's like right. he can do whatever he wants. Fine tuned. Yeah. Everybody respects him. Over a two-hour movie. Right. So. That's a good comparison for how much the dollar was worth then too. Because <laughs> yeah. every, yeah. every hotel scene when he's handing out dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like a twenty dollars tip. I'm an I'm an advertising. I'm yeah. an advertising. He's handing him yeah. a <laughs> Yeah. It's there's a lot of money thrown around. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I mean, we're all, we're also talking about a guy who's in advertising. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even for anybody he's, he's who watched like, Mad Men, changes, changes, changes of clothes and stuff, yeah. he's still always got his, his ball of money. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's got that walking around money, you know? The wham. Yeah. The wham. <laughs> but I do find it interesting that our, our, our avatar character, our main character here, is a, is in a liar by industry. You know, what he does for a living is, you know, kind of tweak the truth and, you know, pretend some things or other things. Mm-hmm. And then... The whole movie is about him getting gas. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but he can't pick it up on his on his own when it's right. happening to him. <laughs> right <laughs> on He's, a personal level. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I, I think a lot of him getting snowed is the fact that we have our Hitchcock blonde in this movie. Like, oh the, yes, we do. The person Eve that distracts Kendall. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the person that distracts him from, you know, the obvious lies around him, the obvious intrigue, is you know this woman who is apparently fascinated mm-hmm. with him tales all this time yeah guys will chase him <laughs> yeah. no matter what you know i mean who doesn't want to be a 50 year old white man in america <laughs> with a 22 year old woman on your arm right yeah totally believable totally yep. believable yep. Um, she lives it on heavy. heavy yeah and hitchcock does that a lot like yeah. think back to vertigo and it's the same kind of setup and that's that's why they they call that character the, the hitchcock blonde mm-hmm. is it's just this drop dead beautiful woman who is, for whatever reason, enamored with this man who's leaving his prime? Yeah, right. And it's right. always based around like whatever the big twist of the film yeah. is. Yeah, too. of course, yeah. of course. They, yeah, they it's they tend to be the Hitchcock hiding blonde. something. Yeah. Just Hitchcock's mm-hmm. a short, bald guy, and he's just you know living vicariously through his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The male <laughs> patriarch is strong in his <laughs> movies, right? <laughs> right? Right. His personal life does bleed a lot into yeah. how he casts, yeah. so you're not far from the truth. Um, but. This movie's about getting further from the truth, mm-hmm. if, if you will. Yes. Um, Dive in. This, I texted you Splash while me. I was watching this. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a few years. And yeah. it pissed me off. Right. <laughs> and I, like, Hitchcock absolutely got the rise out of me that he was looking for. Because yeah. for the first hour of this movie, he's getting gaslit by absolutely everyone mm-hmm. in his life, even his mother. Yep. And I hated her. 
It's, I yeah, right. fucking hated her so much. Like we were talking too. It's like, how does your mom not even believe you? Like mm-hmm. you're, these guys tried to kill me. They dumped a bottle of bourbon. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Like you know I drink gin. Why would I be drinking? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's something that would make sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like my son doesn't drink bourbon. Maybe he's the maybe. cops don't follow up for yeah. a, a damn worth. I would say. Oh, yeah. Man. No, and it's it's they're at the house of someone who works at the UN. This could have easily been rectified. Like, yeah. give, give the UN a call. Like, hey, is this guy One home? call. One no? call. But who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, yep. No, I, I'm, I'm getting off the rails because I, I, again, the, uh, yeah, I got I, heated. I, yeah, no, I like, I I like when you get a little this. pissy. Let's talk. It was, <laughs> it just, it, the, Hitchcock got a rise out of yeah, me. Like, I was so kill. angry. Like, nobody's listening to this man, and his life is going off the rails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> damn right damn right you like, them right. i'm not a gin drinker but here i am oh, speaking of what do we got here josh oh yeah that's right all right <laughs> so if you remember when we first get to <laughs> the dining car scene which is approximately like 45 minutes into the movie yeah, roughly. Uh-huh. um and our main characters come into play our boy orders a gibson yep. now a gibson is a traditional gin gin martini with a pickled onion so your proportions here are uh 1.7 ounces 1.75 ounces of gin and a quarter ounce of dry vermouth and then you drop that uh that little onion in there and it's uh it gives it a little more of a salty bite than a lemon twist and also a little spice and yeah it's more spiced than an olive so that's that's the thing that mm, makes this different from a normal martini mm-hmm. where not only is it you almost always have to do gin with a gibson mm-hmm. and it's traditionally stirred i shook these because no yeah uh, well, none I'm of us are stirring. gin drinkers <laughs> i'm not stirring <laughs> gin we'll, i need i need we'll a little bit of out. i need a little bit of chill so there we are mm. and it's definitely oh. forward it's not bad it's i thought it was gonna be terrible uh, the olive i mean i'm not the olive. the, the, the onion. onion that's a good little twist yeah, I think it's middle it's, aged yeah. middle aged white dudes are drinking way different drinks. <laughs> it's there's that is good, but that is that is strong. I'm, not, I'm is, gonna chase it with a little yeah. Little <laughs> high I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. Well, to add to that kind of martini level and uh, mm-hmm. kind of where we're at in this film, mm-hmm. um, shaken not stirred kind of thing. Yeah. a lot of people call this the original Bond film. Um, as as such, okay, as, okay, just like as a genre Bond. Uh, yeah, film. A genre like a mystery thriller. Um, yeah. with a guy with a enthralling mm-hmm. enticing way of yeah. dealing with women and getting yeah. that, that that pretty and blonde always, and it's always uh-huh. walking it's through. always the hitchcock blonde right for, and, you know, yeah, and, 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 and it's movies. parallel to that yeah. for sure mm-hmm. and you know along with i mean he wasn't an agent in this film but he mm-hmm. kind of becomes one becomes the show right yeah, you know, yeah, he's called upon i mean he's yeah. climbing walls he's doing yeah. shit all to get the girl and well, he's, and he yeah. does it with grace and swagger i mean this is mm-hmm. the i think the first bond Sean Connery came out like four years after this one, so that's why people okay. kind of correlate well, this to the first yeah. Bond flick. And I can Hitchcock see it. has I can see had it. his plant, his feet, excuse me, feet planted firmly on a lot of future mm-hmm. future features. You James, know, yeah. are take, taking a lot. James from, Mason too. He kind of resembles a younger Sean Connery. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, half, yeah, yeah. Toward, towards yeah. the end of the like in the third act yeah. of this movie. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, yeah, like when they were about to depart, I... The, the the villain in this movie. Yes. 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 Vander, yeah, yeah, Van Damme. He, um, yeah, he, he does kind of yeah. resemble. Yeah. But, I mean, I thought, I thought that was kind of cool, you yeah. know? It's mm-hmm. Bond-worthy. 
Yeah, it's definitely yeah. Yeah. in that universe. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it, it's an, it's an interesting uh, character type to have in this movie because, like we said, when you when you're first introduced to him, he's more Mad Men. You know, mm-hmm. he's I forget uh, what that character's name was. Whoops, but uh, he's a professional liar. Mm-hmm. You know, he's there to make people buy products. He's at, at this time period, 1959. He's selling cigarettes, Coca Cola, and mm-hmm. heroin. He's, right, yeah, right. You know, so he's bombarding, and, but also a professional schmoozer, a people yeah. person, a people pleaser. He knows how to get his what he wants through different mm-hmm. angles. You know, but it's essentially not like a lie. But yeah. it, it, it's, it's it's bending the truth. It's bending the truth <laughs> and just bombarding the the public with it. You yeah. know what I mean? He gets right. a taste. Yeah, I right. didn't even put that together, but you're right. He totally just gets a, a taste of that throughout the whole first act of this mm-hmm. movie, and it's enough. And to it's try it's it's a believable transition, mm-hmm. which Hitchcock's really good with his character development. Um, we we've seen in his yeah, previous work some of that development is done very much through so. the cinematography, which mm-hmm. what we will get to. Yeah. But the writing here, it's believable. Right, like there's no point with with our main character with Roger, mm-hmm. where I didn't believe his his impetus i did yeah. I, yeah. I believed his reasons for everything and which it goes on the other side of that coin because hitchcock's not known for that whatsoever he's not a uh dialogue kind of director mm-hmm. you know what i mean he, he relies very much so on his cinematographer his visuals yeah um and shadows and mm-hmm. and, and and just overall scheme mm-hmm. robert the, burks the di- yeah the dialogue is usually it's it's second mm-hmm. second Tier to to Hitchcock with the way it's he writes. framed by the cinematography. Exactly, almost, exactly. Know? So it, you're totally right on that aspect. But and it, even it seems like he's kind of grown. Yeah, and even this late in in his career, mm-hmm. like we said, we've, we he's been behind a camera for 40 years. Yeah, he's still using that transatlantic, you know, a uh, uh, dialect, if you will, mm-hmm. the accent. Yeah, with his actors yeah. when everyone else in cinema is moving into you know. I would call it the groovy style, yeah. where it's it's a West, little smoother. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Pacific, a mid, it's a yeah. it's, it's a Pacific Midwest, Midwest mm-hmm. yeah. kind of accent. Because not that's north where by Hollywood northwest. Was. Not north by northwest. Uh, Pacific Midwest. Well, even in Hollywood, like, <laughs> in, I mean, it varies from movie, but even in like today's time, you know what I mean? They'll they'll tell you to mirror more of a Midwest accent, more yeah. of a neutral mm-hmm. accent right. than East or West Coast. Yeah. My dad owns this dealership, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not from City Valley. <laughs> no, that's Valley. interesting. Like you're right. Like, that probably started around mm-hmm. this time yeah. and highlighted by a movie that that Absolutely. isn't dominated by mm-hmm. a heavy dialogue. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Spot on. There, I will say, for as meticulous as Alfred Hitchcock is, there are two uh, dangling threads for me that don't really get answers, and the first is. Uh, dingleberries, dingleberries, <laughs> dangling threads. The first is why did dingleberries? This guy like, was Kaplan. This? So right. Kaplan is this fake person that the CIA have have concocted to put the fear of God into a smuggler, right? That's that's what our our villain was, yeah. was doing. Yeah. He's he's smuggling trade secrets and and national secrets. Yeah. He's a spy, but also sold stuff. Anyway, yeah. in this instance, it was the the photos inside yeah. of the relic that yeah. was was right. at the office. yeah the microfilm. Yes, yeah. yes, and. They never explain why the villains thought that Roger was Kaplan. There's no description of the yeah. guy. There's no there's no mix up. Right. And then you're kind of swept up into the story and you mm-hmm. forget about that. Yeah. So I'll, it's forgivable. Mm-hmm. But but even to add on to that, I mean, like the picture that was left there for mm-hmm. him to pick up and to, and to put pieces together. That's mm-hmm. that's a puzzle piece that. Isn't there's answered. no puzzle yeah. around it? It's just that it's, uh, it's just yeah, there. It is, but he does a good job masking it and mm-hmm. moving on from that. I mean, like I, we talked about before, this movie is so well paced. Mm-hmm. You're not losing anything on this film. It's yeah. it's it's bang bang bang. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, and, the, and the sequence they put together and um, the overall landscape shots, um, just to kind of give you home base, like whether mm-hmm. it's the you know Chicago train station or mm-hmm. the hotel they spend Central a lot of time Union with. Station. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, he keeps – I think that's why is because he's able to – have these questions unanswered but also they keep you in one place long enough to mm-hmm. build home yeah a, a base you know a, yeah. a realm of each situation that's kind of what i pulled from it you know the other thing he doesn't answer is why is this movie called north by northwest <laughs> <laughs> well i from what i took i think at the ending they were supposed to end up in alaska i believe this is an alternate okay. ending but they had um, a different I, name at yeah that point. It wasn't yeah north it was by. called something along the lines of like north Looking north, north, northwestward, or something. It was something so stupid. So this is a much catchier name. Yes. But the only thing I could put together is he flies by Northwest Airlines. Airlines, right? And that's very it's on the on the, end yeah, of the movie. It's right. It's just there. tacked on, right? right. And it, it just feels like oh, this this is a cool sounding name. Mm. But it has it has very little to do with what's going on in the story because right. even if you start in, if you start in New York, you're not going north by northwest right. to get to South Dakota. You're going west. Well, I mean, he's chasing, think, he's chasing this, just, this blonde, you know? Maybe yeah. he's just sitting north. Sitting north by northwest, yeah. It's 10 mean? o'clock. Yeah, right. I just went from 6 to midnight. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah. North by northwest. He's just, he's just I just figured it was just, just, left. just purely geography, like yeah. oh, where Mount, Mount Rushmore is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not northwest. Slightly more. Right. You know I mean, it's not west by northwest. It's mm. north by northwest. Yeah. And you're right, even yeah. if that that's wrong, and mm-hmm. it's, it's solely... Just because it sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, and that cool was that was the working it's title. Cool enough for a music festival in what San Antonio, South by Southwest. True, yeah. South true. Like it, yeah. it is right. that cool. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying. And that was the original cool working cool title. That wasn't even like they went mm-hmm. through like six titles, but that was the original working title. And they just kept it. Yeah. You know. So, but but it changed based on when the geography changed. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and their, where their destination mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. for the final act. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. that based on the name change, mm-hmm. that makes me believe it was G. Yeah, it had to be. Uh, mm-hmm. I like my, yeah, yeah. my idea. Thank you. I can, I can get on board with that. Like I like I like the phallic <laughs> answer better. That's just yeah. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Dicks are, dicks are funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just it just kind of hangs there. And oh, uh, we got another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just kind of hangs there. Don't go to the train scene next. <laughs> bring up like three more jokes. No, well, no. Well, there's, <laughs> I, think, I think the train scene is important for a lot of reasons, and um. The one of them is dialogue, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Grego, you had mentioned this was the same cinematographer as Vertigo, correct? Yes, he's done uh, over t- a dozen of Hitchcock's films. Oh, um, really? Um, he sorry, won his name awards is, for yeah, a Robert dozen, Robert Burks. Yeah, he won, I, I he won Oscars. Done, like, uh, he won over a dozen Oscars working with with, uh, well, just with on Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Just on Hitchcock. So he's, he's probably well done known twenty for sure, hundred percent. Okay. out there, but and I mean that's only Oscars. I mean mm-hmm. he's been yeah, accolades yeah. stack up with this guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Robert Burks. I mean mm-hmm. he's he's a beast. I mean that's we've we've seen it. I mean Vertigo. I mean the shadow usage, coloring, color schemes, and yeah, no, it's the guy knows what he's doing. And do with the guy with Hitchcock, which. Is known to be mm-hmm. kind of a dick. Yeah, very meticulous. You know, he, very yeah. if he's good, if he's good with you, you know you're yeah. in a certain place on his level. You can tell too that Robert Burks mm. or Brooks, Burke? Burke. yeah, Robert Burke, Burks, yeah. Burks was um, like, like you said, they worked so closely together. They were kind of developing at this point in Alfred Hitchcock's career. Burks was kind of. They both were stepping stones at yeah, each other. Yeah, they were using like, each other to, to like go, we, to we grow. were drawing the parallels to Vertigo mm-hmm. and. 
like the the car scenes are huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in Vertigo, like the opening scene for North by Northwest, mm-hmm. which is funny because in, in any Alfred Hitchcock movie, my favorite part is finding Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> right. It's a yeah. Scorsese movie. Like where where's his cameo? You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. and sometimes it's obscure as the the back page of a newspaper in one of the scenes mm-hmm. that they're hiding their face not this it, one you, you get it <laughs> right up the front. credits are still yeah. rolling so jumping on a bus after that after i saw him and in in vertigo that's another parallel i'm trying to say is yeah. that it was it was the car scene mm-hmm. when he's found around the hitchcock yeah bond yeah, yeah is alfred's crossing the street this one he's getting onto a bus mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty much the same exact shot but i think with those automotive scenes because mm-hmm. we talk about how the rigs are like limited at that time, yeah. So yeah. it's really these two guys working together on on the lighting and mm-hmm. the color no. schemes of every car, yeah. classic car in the shot, yeah. every mm-hmm. Boston For billboard sure. and everything. And uh, and to talk about how Hitchcock and you know um, Burks mm-hmm. set set a name for this, the, mm-hmm. the Hitchcock effect. Yeah. Who thinks yeah. behind that? Not yeah. just Hitchcock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the exactly. the, well, the, that's, the dolly yeah. effect. I mean, it's it, the, these camera tricks were not just Hitchcock. Yeah, he gets the glory. He's yeah. a, you know, he's a glory boy. Well, but, that's the, uh, the modern comparison would be Roger Deakins, who is this, the primary cinematographer for the Coen Brothers. Yes. So if if we're going to make that that's a perfect comparison. that cool. analogy yeah. that is, is a perfect comparison. Yeah. Deakins, you know, with his big contribution was he always worked with film, like actual film, and until he believed there were things he couldn't do with film that he could with digital. Cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. with Burks, he. He did things in the in you know previous films apparently, but definitely Vertigo, where he was he was kind of he he was using that old older generation technology mm-hmm. to accomplish some crazy stuff. Yeah, with like stairway scenes and and perspective. Absolutely. And then we transition into this movie, which is I believe only a year or two later. One year, yeah. One year came out a year after, uh, yeah. and it's it's him going back to the basics. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're gonna we're yeah. using some new technology, nothing significant, but yeah. you know, slightly more updated cameras and and, and different film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he goes back to the basics. He's like, all right, I'm gonna take this new stuff and I'm gonna do the old stuff perfect. Right. So that's why you know those static shots mm-hmm. where we're watching people cross the street mm-hmm. or static shots on the train. The camera doesn't move a lot. No. And I, but it's perfect. And that goes into what I was saying before, as creating a realm for each scene or sequence. They they rely heavily on mm-hmm. big broad shots, um, just to sustain sustain mm-hmm. home home base. And, but it, yeah. it puts you in the scene. Yes, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you're saying, the camera's barely like you're moving. You're diving into that. these action mm-hmm. shots at the yeah. time like the I keep, I keep bringing up the like the the, the car scenes that he does in mm-hmm. vertigo and in north by northwest but in the one where they get him drunk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure and it's 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 that whole scenario you've seen a million times but it's nighttime yeah. yeah you know we talk about motivation for lighting in a lot of these like mm-hmm. how do you achieve that camera angle that's mounted on the hood of the car facing mm-hmm. the driver yep, yep, yep. and have him centered. We're normally yeah. using the rule of thirds and everything, but center him and give him perfect lighting at nighttime yeah. is have him swerving. Mm-hmm. So yeah. oncoming traffic is mm-hmm. lighting is, his face yep. yeah. in between the light poles. And now, right. we, now we can yeah. cheat and use like things like a gimbal. Yeah. But they weren't able to do yeah, that. But without that it's, it's, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's, it's you know, glorious. It's, yeah. it's, it's selling it by just giving the motivation. Yeah. Well, it's really understanding your setting as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because all right, what, this and guy's driving at night yeah. in, in a secluded area, but there's traffic leaving the city yeah. still. Yeah. So he's driving into right. town. 
And, and that's it, always been my big, biggest takeaway for, lighting, for, yeah. for for Hitchcock is the lighting, lighting mm-hmm. and, and, and shadows. That's that's from mm-hmm. the, for Hitchcock. That's what I take away from all of his films that, that I've seen at least. Understanding that's, the lighting for yeah, sure, like exactly. you're saying, but it's yeah. it's you have Wouldn't to understand it. You have to understand it as as a master, master to yeah. sell mm-hmm. it to right, somebody right. who's yeah. not even thinking 100%. about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because something that's not done that perfectly mm-hmm. could leave somebody who who has no eye for proper lighting confused. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it takes away from all legitimacy that you have mm-hmm. built up through the entire film. And that yeah. takes that taking place of dialogue in some yeah. of these huge scenes right. is just. Well, and Can I, I go back I to the Coen Brothers. Yeah. Yes. Go, yes. Go for it. You had a you had a good uh, 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 scene that was very Coen Brothers esque, um, as far as like, hey, we don't care. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, you so, know, like, not to like. Yeah, we'll, we'll give her a boob job. So to the this, burn after reading, <laughs> the burn after reading, yeah. burn after reading yeah. moment in this film, where when Sorry, I had to do when that. the it's CIA perfect. realizes <laughs> that Kaplan now has a face and it's our boy Roger, mm-hmm. they they're having a board meeting and they're like, so should we kill this guy? And the professor, are, in my opinion, he's like the secondary villain of the movie. He's mm-hmm. like, no, no, let this play out. Like, just yeah. see what happens. Yeah. No, he's good. He's good. He's he's right. he's he's helping us out, and <laughs> probably, he'll he's probably, probably gonna get, get disposed die. anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's it's Perfect. just like that. Well, what did we learn here, boys? Yeah, and it, it, uh, it, absolutely nothing. <laughs> the problem solved itself, and, and it goes into it was, it, yeah. the 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 stamp that he's put on that mm-hmm. the, these giant names, Cohen Brothers, that mm-hmm. they would still you know. In my opinion, that's kind of a callback. It's a throwback mm-hmm. to him. I mean, uh, for sure, for <clears throat> sure, and it's definitely it's, a heavy influence, right. if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. It, that and there's a mo- the mo- going back to the moment on the train. It makes me wonder if 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 uh, Hitchcock had to really censor his dialogue a lot because we talk about how mm, his dialogue is it's very a it's, slimy. It's it's, it's not uh, it's not in your face. It's not necessarily right. as believable. As, as actual conversation as, as some directors of the time uh, and definitely later but there's a moment on the train where they're flirting heavy mm-hmm. like you know they're going to town oh yeah and uh, pound town they're, yeah they're riding the D train <laughs> um, D train D train I can add to this one too yeah and <laughs> she like Eve clearly when you watch her lips says I don't make love on an empty stomach but in the in the in the ADR, mm-hmm. she it's re-recorded as... I never discuss love but an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, it, that, I, this, by this point, I was not doing anything else. I was only watching this movie. Because, like I said, I got pissed off in the first yeah, hour. Yeah, right. I'm like, right. I'm with, the, I'm right or die <laughs> with this guy. They had to, I saw that happen. They had to edit we just that did, like, Tommy Post. Why so, and you're pissed about that. <laughs> no, I'm saying, if they had to edit right. that in post... Yeah, yeah. No wonder there wasn't heavy emphasis mm-hmm. on the dialogue, right? Well, no, no, no it, joke we make, right? Have made in the last five minutes would be able to put on, <laughs> right, let alone right, like anything. Right. They're just like with that scene naturally playing mm-hmm. out. That's I never discuss love, but it's mm-hmm. like you know what, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean for fifty nine, this movie had that, that that slime ball kind of connotation anyway. We talked about you know at the end where mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna make this girl lay in bed with these guys. This that, you know they, they yeah. make they make her into this, this kind of prostitute well it's it's a movie of its time but at the same time hitchcock is kind of being a little progressive here yeah exactly for the time that's what i mean yeah we're, we're i mean again 1959 yeah. this is uh, you haven't had let me think when did when did uh lucille ball i think i think it was i think it was i think it was i love lucy where they yeah. had the husband and wife in the same bed at, for the first oh time. yeah first, first time, time. And, and, so and the first yeah. and the first pregnant and yeah she was pregnant. Yeah, exactly. we are less than yeah. 10 years out from that yeah. and hitchcock recorded mm-hmm. dialogue mm-hmm. where he's like, I don't 
he, he's talking about a one night stand. Right. Yeah. It's like this is scandalous. And you know, also when they're going pound town, mm-hmm. D train, like we talked about, when they're getting busy in that point. The train's entering the tunnel yeah, right there. The visual there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to insert that gif. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm saying he's a genius, man. He knew what he was doing. And, and I, he I, is. The, I, Terry Grant gave an amazing performance, I feel like, I, on that Bond kind of character. I know I, I've been talking about it just, just to go back, but that smooth, mm-hmm. char- charismatic, 45, 50-year-old man yeah. pulling 20s. You know? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, Male he's, patriarchy you know. is real. <laughs> like, oh, Stamp. Josh, rich white men in yeah. uh, New York in the 50s. Yeah. You're bringing up uh, I Love Lucy mm-hmm. and how there was, you know what I mean, they didn't, no one slept the same bed, mm-hmm. and they couldn't have even a, a pregnant woman on the show because mm-hmm. that implied that they would sleep in the same bed, and they yeah. took it a step further. That I just watched that We Are the Ball. So yeah, that, I had it too. And like, it's good. I didn't even put that mm-hmm. in, into, into play watching yep. this film at, at all. And, and then it was like interracial. I, yeah, 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 yeah. We covered Guess Who's Coming to Dinner yeah. mm-hmm. too. But yeah. I, but with this, is just like like the one-night stand on a train mm-hmm. versus Lu- Lucy and Ricky can't even be like, oh, we're, we're pregnant and we <laughs> yeah. sleep in the same bed. That's, yep. I, that's crazy parallel yeah. to draw. Too. Absolutely. Crazy. Yeah, you're not it, wrong. I mean, it, in the scope of things, this is not all that long ago. I mean, mm. if you, if you consider, mm. if you can consider the history of film, which hey, right. subscribe to our Patreon, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the history of film. I mean, Hitchcock's been Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Our director yeah. here has been directing for forty years. Yeah, since the twenties. So yeah. we're we're. And he, his knee, la- I think his last works was like seventy-two film. or something. Like he's mm-hmm. had a huge career. Yeah, so, I mean over fifty films. Um. Yeah. So there's 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 a lot to take away from from North by Northwest, both you know with the with the legacy of the Bonds mm-hmm. and and obviously Roger Deakins learned a lot from from our boy here, mm-hmm. and we're still seeing the impact on film today. Yeah, his legacy is definitely mm-hmm. living on and in in a in a high place. Yeah, and for for Vertigo to be considered. Possibly the best film ever made. They changed uh, 2012. They changed it from uh, Citizen Kane to uh, I forgot the North, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. North by Northwest. Yeah. Given given the oh, quality here, top, it's top up 15, there. top 20, it's up and, and everybody's list mm-hmm. on everybody's list. So, Greg, hmm. we here. I don't know if I've told you this. No, no, simple opinions. I, I'm new we here. We have to rate our movies. I'm new. Out of 100 tacos. So zero's the worst, 100's the best. Carnitas. So barbacoa. if you're thinking about your list <laughs> of movies, mm-hmm. greatest movies, how would you rate North by Northwest? Mm. 91. Ooh, that's a high score for you lately. Mm-hmm. That's I do one. put it there. I think um, even with Vertigo, I... I, I personally choose this one over vertigo i'm not it's only because my personal style not from anything else Um, just easy watch like sometimes i watch the movie straight through sometimes which is not good to i split it in half (laughs) and come back to the next day i was held on to it i was i stayed up till two in the morning when i should have went to bed and go to work but i loved it man it it carried itself really well um it's it's hitchcock master of uh master of thriller i mean and he you can't take yourself off of this watch and for that i give it a 91 Alrighty, Mikey, what's your rating? I'm trying to remember what I gave Vertigo. 
because you gotta remember it either. it's it's that close to of a margin as Greg's mm-hmm. saying but I place Vertigo above this one mm-hmm. um, just I feel like Vertigo had more of the Alfred Hitchcock mm-hmm. twist you're right you're right that, yeah. that you're looking for this one though like I want it's to a better film overall yeah all right, so I can't remember what I rated Vertigo I'm gonna rate North by Northwest uh 89 88 I don't want to say I gave Vertigo a 90 <laughs> I give it 88 I think right. I gave Vertigo a 90 or 91 yeah so mm-hmm. I'm saying 88 that's that's fair that's fair when and when I say this is a better film overall I mean it, it just influenced things like Die Hard in ways you don't expect right. so this is more of a straightforward action thriller Yep. Rather than you yeah. know the Hitchcock, Hitchcock. Yeah. twists, and which is crazy, those two movies came out a year apart. Yeah, Vertigo. Well, we're mean, talking about talking about Vertigo and North here. by North. Talking about, about range. I think that's the most important thing. Fifty-eight, yeah. fifty-nine. You got to be yeah. kidding me. This yeah. guy's just the he, turnaround on that. Yeah, he it's hit, unbelievable. He hit his uh, his his high water mark. Like yeah. <laughs> right well, I I also don't remember what I rated Vertigo, but regardless of what I did, I'm I'm, I'm saying this is a ninety-three, and this might be better in my opinion than Vertigo. Mm. Um, I love Jimmy Stewart. I love Vertigo, but this, this is an easy watch, like you said. Yeah. Like it's a two, it's over two hours long, yeah. and you can sit down and watch it and blink, and it's it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, 90, 93 for me. Cool. Um, what do we got for Rotten Tomatoes? Okay, all right. So we have a ninety-seven from critics and a ninety-four from audiences. We're getting rough on these. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're harsh kidding. today. We're harsh. I'm actually surprised by the audience score because not everybody looks at this movie mm-hmm. in the light that like critics do. Well, how many really the, to, for a critic score and an audience score to be only three three percent off is mm-hmm. it's, it's overwhelming. It's usually not that close yeah. at all. I'm, I'm I'm curious. Like normally, it'll say how many people rated it, but right. it, it didn't for whatever reason today. Um, yeah, right. Plus three. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it. I would imagine this might be f- fewer people have seen it. Yeah. Because it is be- such an old movie, Rotten and, and yeah. you know, granted, the internet being what it is. Yeah. Well, it's streaming on HBO Max mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who'd like to go see yeah, it. And Turner Classic Movies has um, it free too. Yeah. So we're gonna. There was 109 this. ratings for the 97, which was that was the tomato critic score. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's pretty, pretty big yeah. pull yeah. for yeah. pull for the uh, yeah. critics. We're gonna flip this on you, audience. Those flip of you listening and watching, let us know down in the comments what your taco rating is for North by Northwest. Do you agree with us? Is it better? Is it worse? Let for better, why? for worse. For better, for worse. <laughs> um, and also. What was your favorite scene in this movie? Because there are very distinct locations and very distinct settings, and you could probably make a movie out of almost any of them. Elgin. <laughs> Elgin. That's what we're getting at. That's what we're getting at. It's a hometown movie. Um, Greg. Josh. Joshy, audience. Audience. Thank you for being here. I appreciate Amen. all of you individually, except for one of you. You know who you are. <laughs> but this gin has got me is. feeling it. That Gibson I am. That Gibson. I got the burps. Hector Gibson. I'm feeling Hector a little Gibson. buzzed. So, guys, I got to say goodbye. It's going to be a long night. <laughs>